the things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Hmm Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Being Inspired Radio. I'm Amanda Johnson, your host, and today I am so excited and honored to have another inspiring guest with us today. She is a very dear friend and a soul sister of mine. We have been on this journey together now for well over a year and a half. Um, We went through the same life coaching training program, and she is just full of life, vitality, energy, and all sorts of goodness. I'm thrilled to introduce you all to Tara Tagliaferro. She is a gypsy artist and collaborative coach, rekindling the creative mojo pumping in your veins for an artistry awakening, wanderlust affair, and everyday soulful life. Globetrotting around the world, performing on Broadway tours and more, Tara is a seasoned storyteller and musical comedy ham inspired by Carol Burnett and the her stylings of Golden Age. As a certified coach and host of Women's Circles, she brings this funny girl meets fairy godmother flair to serve and simplify the big appetites of visionaries and vagabonds alike. So with that fully and juicy introduction, hello, Tara. Wow, thank you, Amanda. I'm so pumped to be sharing this space with you. It's going to be really fun. Yes. And I'm, I love that you're doing this. So this is just a great way to keep like our relationship blooming and like what a beautiful space to do it in. So thank you. Thank you. I, I love these, I love these conversations and this, this space that um, I was inspired to create now. I can't believe it. It's been I mean, well over six months ago, and it's so, it's incredible to see how this has evolved. Um, and, you know, I started out doing it all on my own and having solo shows, which I still do, but there's this whole different energy that happens when I bring someone in to share the space with me, and I enjoy that just as much. So I'm, I'm thrilled. And what we're going to be talking about today um, is given that you are, I mean, you are, you're this gypsy artist. And I just, ever since I met you, I loved what you, how you've kind of taken all these different parts of yourself and you've brought them together in such an authentic and unique way that um, is really true to you. And you do it with such flair and confidence and, and you're bringing that to others. And so as I was thinking about getting to talk with you in, in this space, these ideas of um, you know, paving your own path and, you know, coming up with your own rhythm and something that's really true for you, along with this idea of non-attachment, um, the, these ideas started come up, coming up for me. And so I thought I'd see, you know, what of those or if all of those we want to explore. And the the passage or the quote that stood out for me to kind of jumpstart our conversation today is by, um, it's one of my favorite quotes. I've, um, I read a book by Gay Hendricks called Conscious Living more than two years ago now. And I highly recommend that book to anyone listening. But in that book, there's um, a line that he says that just, I 
love. And I've used it many, many times for many different purposes. And I'm going to read it. And we're just going to let that serve as a springboard of sorts to dive into whatever's on your heart and on your mind today and how it relates to who you are. So Gay Hendricks says, by opening your heart to all of life, but clinging to none of it, you are participating in life fully. So what wow. is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just given all of that, what, what's coming up for you? Well, I think that is like why I actually fell in love with theater, like as my first, like, not only like passion, but just sanctuary in general as like the first space, space, safe space that I ever got to experience was because I felt like I could let all my baggage go whenever I was playing in like theater games or becoming a different person, becoming another character, I could forget about a lot of the things that we attach ourselves to and sometimes cause us a lot of inner turmoil or challenges, you know, just because we have expectations and all these things that we place labels, all these things that can be become very limiting without, you know, without really wanting them to be, but they just sometimes do. So just hearing that clinging, that like notion of, um, yeah, like being, be not being attached to things allows us to really be free and just be in the present moment. And that's what I was saying with theater. It just allowed me to be in the present, allowed me to experience rather than be in my head, um, or analyzing, you know, some of the things that can kind of take you out of an experience really like what's actually happening um, for your senses in front of you so yeah it's an amazing quote and it's that in practice Mm -hmm. in itself (laughs) yeah absolutely and so and I know you know I mean hopefully everyone listening also then gets to know you as well as I do or in some capacity but you know, I know that, you know, you have this, his, you have the, the history of being an, a, an artist, um, an actress, you still are um, performing today. And, and now you've added in this whole layer of, um, you know, coaching, and now you see yourself as this gypsy artist, and you're, you're bringing all these things together. And how does this idea of not clinging Um, How does this idea of still being Mm. open, I mean, being open to everything, but clinging to none of it, um, how Mm. is that playing out in your life, you know, as an artist, as a coach? Well, I think you just kind of made me see something I never saw before. It's like, I'm not attaching myself to one career, Mm. like, at all. And I'm, (laughs) it's amazing to say that and it's horrifying at the same time because there's really no formula there's no like this do it it's a lot of reassessing and taking doing things on a whim taking huge leaps of faith and being okay to say I am this this and this even if maybe the through line isn't as um visible as you'd like it to be um but yeah I think that this whole like being open to anything I feel like I'm a hummingbird a thousand percent like I have all these different interests buzzing inside of me and I look for different outlets to satisfy them um and that's showing up big time in what I do for a living the things that theater gives me um in terms of getting to take a role or be in an ensemble 
has such a special it has such a special energy to it that I can't replace with anything else. And the energy that coaching this intimate connection and really getting to like be a detective in somebody's soul, their soul journey, that is like, I can't even compare it to theater. So they're both very interesting um, paths, but they both, I feel like feed into this wanting to live in an authentic life, wanting to um, discover more about, humanity and how we operate as human beings they both feed into that same thing um so yeah mm. I think that I'm seeing it the most right now in all the things that I offer as okay. a performer um like what kind of roles I play and um I was just had in a meeting with my agents today and just talking about myself as um specifically but also not trying to narrow myself or box myself in um same thing with a coach like I have a lot of different things that I do I I um, do life coaching, and I like to call it collaborative coaching. Um, I help people birth passion projects or help them find their routine, find their rhythm that will support the lifestyle that they crave. And then I'm doing college audition coaching for young kids who are wanting to pursue a life in the theater and going about this really intense process that is um, applying for theater schools, which, you know, involves auditions and making audition pre-screen videos now I'm becoming highly organized at the age of 17 years old <laughs> so there's that and yeah and the live coaching with that coaching people through music and coaching them through a character as a storyteller like all these things are like they could feel all over the place but I feel this is that's me in my whole essence though mm. um yeah. I don't so, know if you were answering questions. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. And yes. And, um, I'm going to keep asking questions. This is great. The, um, one thing I don't know, I have to plug this in is that I'm not sure if you know, I believe the spirit, my spirit animal is the hummingbird. So anytime someone mm. mentions a hummingbird or I see one, um, I always just light up. So I think that was beautiful that that was your, um, your metaphor. And what I heard you say was, the, as you see yourself in all of these different facets and in your kind of whole essence, mm-hmm. you, you, you made the comment that you know, there's no formula. And I want to look at yeah. that a little bit more because, mm-hmm. you know, this idea of, well, first of all, this idea of attachment. And, and I think you touched upon this a little bit already where, you know, so we can, so all of us can so easily get attached to, you know, this is who I am, for example, you know, maybe that's the job that I have or the relationship I'm in or, you know, the, the material possessions I have or surround myself with. And, and it's very easy for us to I, become attached to these things. And, mm-hmm. um, and so again, what I think is so beautiful about you and what you represent and you really model this. And I feel like I have a taste of it myself. And I think we've really connected on this level in some way is freeing ourselves from some of those more traditional attachments mm-hmm. and, um, and, and also maybe freeing ourselves in some more un- non-traditional ways as well. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious, you know, how, you know, how you've done that, first of all, like how have you, I mean, was this just something you, you know, you were born to do and it's come completely naturally to you? <laughs> have you had to work at it? And then this idea of there was no formula for you and there still isn't. So there's kind of two Mm -hmm. questions in there. Take them as you wish. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm feeling into this um, is that 
coming in as, uh, well, okay, so my background, I've always been a theater girl. And I think this, that theater has been a big teacher for me with impermanence because so much of it is impermanent. The show, the experience with doing, being in rehearsals, putting on the, the performance, everything has a beginning, middle, and an end. And it keeps, you keep um, rotating through the material. Like that's just how it is. So I think that having that kind of always in my life just had this like all sense of like, what's next? What's it's because nothing was ever that long lasting. Everything was pretty short. And then having theater being, I'm um, doing it since I was so young. Um, I started doing it more in my community when I was about a teenager, this whole sense of, um, rejection, I guess, came up more so when I was younger, I got used to that. And so this whole sense of not getting attached to something to not suffer, um, but also still investing your whole heart in it because you really want it. Those lessons I had pretty early on, and those are still lessons that are repeating for me over and over. Um, but what I'm feeling into right now big time is I think with this whole like, okay, so how do you just kind of do your own thing? And how do you rock like this unconventional lifestyle is that you want to follow your feelings over following a formula. I mm. think your feelings know best. They're usually spawned from your gut, which usually is your, you know, your intuition is totally, that's where it lives. So usually I know when something I need to follow something when there is a really strong physical reaction. Um, there's maybe the chills, goosebumps, mm. and stuff that come that come up when um, I know it's something that I really want and it's something that really excites me. Um, so even if like nothing makes sense to do something that I'm feeling that for, and I'm trying to think if there's something right now in my life that I can use as an example. Um, something that's just popping into my head is there's this, um, workshop that I just kind of saw. It's like, you know, I think we could also, we are overstimulated. Like if you scroll Facebook, you're going to see 3000 things that you probably <laughs> want to do. Um, but this is, I think a good way to feel into like what you actually want to do. What's not just being, you know, bombarding your brain. There was this ad for this workshop that I, um, that is a live workshop and it's something I've never seen before. It's on coaching, um, coaches who coach songs and coach musical mm. theater. And it's being held at one of my dream theaters as a performer and they have an exquisite education, um, program. And I immediately saw that I could feel everything inside of me going mm. like, Ooh, you have to go to this. Like before even knowing like how much it was going to be mm -hmm. anything else, I could just feel that like, Ooh, keep this on your radar. So like, you know, you drag it over. And I think that's with anything in life. It's like when you feel those reactions as like, this is my people, these, this is my home. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what I stand for. Um, it's like, I'm envisioning like, you know, clicking on it and making a folder for it on my computer. <laughs> that's like what I'm visualizing. Um, that's what you do. I think that following the feeling is important because you're going to make your formula by doing that. 
we all have our own ways of ticking. I think it's so amazing when you really dissect your own creative process and see what that looks like. So you have something you can honor that's yours and not something that someone told you. I think you could find so much inspiration from other mm. people's ways of doing things, especially when you're feeling blocked and stuck. I think that's the best thing to do is just surround yourself with some role models or some maybe some how-tos when you're really feeling like you have nothing Thing coming up to see if that can be an access point for you but really truly the practice is of just trying to get quiet and listen to what you really want like is this going to work right now and I I mean god like it's so easy to be so distracted by all the things we can be doing um that I think those feelings will help simplify be like no no this you don't need to do this right now um I feel this as an actor a lot. It's like, oh, should I be looking into film and TV right now? Is that where I should be headed? Mm. And I'm waiting and I'm starting to feel it for the first time. Like I'm waiting for that inkling to be like, yes, this mm -hmm. feels right. I'm actually really wanting to be a student right now of this. And I want to perfect the craft of it. And, you know, for the right reasons, as opposed to maybe some of the wrong, the wrong reasons that won't, you know, get to the heart of why I'm doing something. So, yeah, that's kind of, I think theater just has been a great teacher in permanence. Mm -hmm. um, just so that's what it's been the best with, how to, even getting over like things like, I know rejection doesn't really have anything to do with impermanence, but it definitely has a lot to do with attaching yourself to things and letting things go and moving on to the next thing. Even like, like those hard ball things that we try to avoid as human beings, we yeah. like don't want to experience those things. You have to, as an actor, you are constantly stepping up to the plate to strike out, like yeah. constantly. And you have no idea who the pitcher is. Like you have no idea what their like um, pitch average is. You're just like, fuck, like I have to like just try to swing and hopefully I'll hit something soon, you know, <laughs> and be okay with striking out and then getting back up to the plate. That's like the continuous lesson mm -hmm. um the nice thing though about baseball players is that they get paid to strike out <laughs> and there That's it is the nice thing about them. Um, mm -hmm. maybe i'll have to go to the actors union and be like hey can you start paying us for auditions <laughs> that would make them so much more um exciting yeah right <laughs> i go on them every second oh i love it um and actually, you know, what I love is that, you know, the, there is actually, a, for me, um, rejection has a lot to do with impermanence because it is, yeah, it, in it itself, it, right? It is impermanent. You get rejected once mm -hmm. um, and it's over. It doesn't last. And then the next thing, you go mm. to the next one and then the next one. So, you know, I think because so many of us, especially those, I mean, I very much relate, of course, to the um, the theater um, mm -hmm. the education of that and experience of that. But even for those who don't, that idea of, you know, failing, that idea of, you know, going up for something and not getting it, whether that's the promotion or whether that's, you know, putting something out that you've created or, yeah. you know, there's, there's an impermanence in that also. Um, and to remind ourselves that, you know, sometimes we can, we can cling to the failure um, just as easily as we can cling to the success or we can cling to the identity mm -hmm. and how can we, you know, again, as an actor, you have, you've been, um, the, the training ground has been so rich to, to help teach the, these lessons of, you know, you, you don't get one audition. That doesn't mean you don't go to the next one. And, um, and then I, I also loved the idea. I mean, you were talking about with being open, you were, yet yeah, your heart is open fully 
So not only are you learning how to um, kind of bounce back because you see that it's not permanent, right? The rejection today does not mean a rejection tomorrow. And then the other thing is you're still going in open completely open with, with complete zest for what you're, you're doing. And, you know, you're giving it your all. And again, that can feel so scary for so many of us because so I believe so many of us think, well, if I give it my all and then let's pretend I fail or let's pretend I lose it. Okay. So if I give it my all, maybe that's a job, that's a relationship, that's my passion project. And then it fails or it dies or it turns into something else. I'm, I fear a loss or I fear the sadness or the, the disappointment. And so, so many of us, I think, don't even allow ourselves to open. And I think that's another beautiful lesson yeah. that you have for us. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I think what, especially when rejection, rejection is a high stake, especially if like it gets higher and higher, the closer and closer you get for something, right? Like mm-hmm. I could be in my final callback. That's going to sting way harder for a Broadway show than maybe just like, you know, the initial audition when you're kind of, there's some distance between you and the actual like, oh, this is an option. Mm-hmm. And that goes for someone with getting a big promotion. Good God. Like the stakes, as soon as the stakes pump up, I think that has this like for whatever reason this trigger to set off clouds around why you're even doing this in the first place it's like almost like the ego like take gets a parade together and it's like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god like it's like all that like kind of frantic like I oh my gosh you just think about all the things that this can do for you and like if I don't get it like it kind of presents those um high stake black and white version and kind of clouds the why sometimes and the why is all about the moment. Usually it's all about that moment, whether it be the presentation for the job, the interview for the job, the making that beautiful connection with the people that you might be working for. Or even if it's something relationship wise, getting down on one knee, proposing to someone Mm. and knowing like, whole shit like they can say no, like all that stuff. And same thing as what actors deal with daily. It's all about that moment. So it's about getting yourself to be present for that moment, which takes all this like scooping up the crap that you don't want and putting it in some like, you know, closet that you can lock and not bring with you because it's not going to serve you. Um, I see, I feel as soon as like I've had, I had a, a little ego parade the other day um, where there's a, I have a new, there's a new client that is interested in working with me musical theater wise. And um, she's coming from a place that, none of my other clients are in terms of how experienced she is. Um, she's already done some pretty major things. Um, so I was like, Oh, wow, this is exciting. And I, and I'm like, Whoa, like this is like a different playing field and not to like compare my students to, to each other or anything like that. But I was just like, Whoa, like I would love to have this student, like all that stuff just started like spiraling inside of me. But I was like, let's get to the why, because Mm -hmm. none of that matters. It's like what I can actually offer this better than like the credits and blah, 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 you know? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what makes me feel something, right? Like that's what makes us, like right now I feel like I'm just settling into this conversation my ego has left mm-hmm. because it was here at the beginning, especially I'm sharing my space right now. I'm just being honest. Um, things are a little crunchy in my home living. So if my boyfriend walks in, I can feel my ego going like, ah, <laughs> like trying to protect myself. And now I feel like 
that part of me has finally kind of softened and let go. Mm. That's, that's the work is realizing when your ego is, I think, you know, maybe for the, in good ways and also the ways that there's the fear that comes up. I think it can go spiral in both ways. Um, kind of like that, that boost that might sometimes not be, you don't really need it. Um, or like the fear, the fear that can just come at you. Mm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. definitely like feeling into feeling through that. So you can get to the goals of like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. what is the whole reason? I love, I love that. And I love how you were reminding us that in all of those moments, that if, first of all, the higher the stakes, meaning the closer we're getting to whatever that is, um, the more presence is actually required of us because it's Mm -hmm. in those moments where it would be so easy for us either to follow the ego into fear and be like, Oh my gosh, there's just no way. Um, or here's all the reasons it won't work or shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or the ego could go the other way, maybe get overly confident, overly attached, right. To this idea again. Yeah. So it's like, we we're we're in that space now to really be on the lookout and get really, um, curious to where is this coming up where, you know, am I either going into total resistance and avoidance out of fear, mm-hmm. or am I going into this overly attached need to have it. And, and neither one is going to serve us. And, and so how can we in that very present moment say, I love your reminder to say, what's my, why, why am I here? Because, um, and the other thing you said earlier that I didn't get to come back to, but I just loved was this idea of following the feelings. And I had my own experience of that well, as well recently, you know, where it was just in that moment. And I didn't know the cost. I didn't know the details. I didn't know any of those things. And yet when the, when the opportunity presented itself, it was so clear that this was a yes, that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, exactly what I'm supposed to do. The rest will figure it itself, it, itself out. Right. And because That's to me, it. the why was so clear. The why was so clear mm-hmm. in that moment. And it wasn't, I didn't let myself, because it's a practice, I didn't let myself in that moment go into why it can't work, which a lot of times can be, oh, it's too expensive or... I'm too busy or, you know, he doesn't love me enough or whatever. It won't work. Right, right. And then I also didn't go into this overly like, oh my gosh, I have to have this. And if I don't have this, then, you know, my life is over. Um, But I just had this really clear sense. So I love that. And I love the coming back to the why and feeling, following the feelings in those moments. Yeah. And I just, to add a little something, I just realized this as you were talking, why can't it be ours in the moment no matter what I think that can be sometimes the game changer because then even if like maybe the promotion doesn't go through or the final callback doesn't go through at least you were present and got that abundance of feelings that you get from just being present the sensations that take over your body those you know like that full body chill thing that's like that's what we live for I, I, I mean that's what I live for I shouldn't assume but that's like oh my God, that's like the best part of life when we can feel so connected to something. So I think that's a great question to ask. Like, why can't it just be mine in this moment? Like, even Mm -hmm. if it doesn't go on to becoming my role or my promotion, my new job title or my relationship status, all these things, why can't I feel 100% in my truth in that moment? Because this is what I believe in. And this is, I am it. I am it. 
And like, that's really hard to say because you have to not be attached to the outcome because those are the things that are not in our control. And it, it's just a waste to spend energy on that. I, that's where I always try to find, like, if I know I'm falling down a rabbit hole, it's like, okay, what actually is in my control with this rabbit hole that I'm, like, festering on? Like, what is it actually? Because there's some things it's just like, this is going to be a waste of my energy because I, it's just not going to be up to me, you know? Mm. Here's what's up to me. That definitely helps, too. And so it is. <laughs> that's I, I just what a beautiful punctuation to this entire conversation and to end on this idea that why can't it be mine in this moment because I am already it I am it if we allow ourselves to be present to it and that is amazing that is such an amazing reminder so thank you so much Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for unlocking that. Yeah, oh. I needed to hear those words. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So with that, like, incredibly juicy nugget um, to just chew on for all of us and to fully inspire us. Um, oh, I can't. I just I'm, I'm feeling how that is rippling out and and what that is leaving in, um, in each of the souls that receives that. So that's incredible. Um, so now as we come back to getting to know you a bit more before we close out, uh, I just have a few questions that I like to ask yeah. each of my guests. So here we go. Um, who is a source of inspiration for you and why? Hmm. There's so many. <laughs> um, I'll go with what's happening right now. And I'm going to say right in the second, students and my clients are big sources of inspiration. Um, how their trust in me and the space that I create for them makes me work really hard and makes me um, up my game and want to know more and um, to give them the best opportunity that they can have and show them things that they maybe are not quite seeing yet. Um, And also, I think within that, um, what's inspiring me so much, and I think this is a mirror to my life, I Oh God, it's incredible how much my students always acting wise or in um, life coaching sessions just mirror back exactly what I need to be feeling right now um, or just need to be open to something that I think can shift something inside of me. Um, what's been so inspiring working with my students and my clients is like getting finding the physical gateway into something, into whatever it might be that they're craving. So it becomes something that is not so um, head focused. And so um, just, you know, up in that space and it becomes something your whole body can enjoy. I think that's the big thing that that's why that's inspiring me right now, because I need that. I need my Mm -hmm. full body to be enjoying and Mm -hmm. being present as opposed to just my mental space showing up. Because it's like, geez Louise, our bodies are not, like nothing within our bodies is meant to be a dictator. And I could feel like the mind sometimes thinks that, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got this. Like, I can do everything. (laughs) Um, And it's like, no, no, no. Like, you're a kingdom without a dictator. Mm -hmm. Um, So chill out, mind. I want to find a new way into this. And those are usually the most, you know, full body experience ways is Mm -hmm. to go in through another portal. So 
Yeah, I think that's why that work is really inspiring me. And those are the people who are right now. Um, I love them so much. Mm -hmm. So that feels good. Well, and that may or may not lead into this next question. Um, okay. I'll leave that up to you. But then my next question is, what place or activity most inspires you right now? Cool, yeah. Um, place or activity? Well, right now I'm seeing a lot of theater. Definitely um, keeps me creatively inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely, especially seeing intimate work, going to see my friends' cabaret shows, mm-hmm. like dear friends that I love, getting them, seeing them expose something new about themselves and take risks. Mm-hmm. That's super inspiring for me. And right now for me as an activity, um, is finding a new rhythm in my New York lifestyle since I've just gotten back from teaching and performing and I'm planning myself in this creative chaos that I call New York City and just finding a new groove um, and finding a new spiritual practice that has been something I've been neglecting a little bit is just taking some time to really, you know, listen to what listen to those feelings as opposed to trying out all the formulas <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm making room for that right now and that feels really good um to like almost it's like a blank canvas it's like a totally new experience um that's feeling really good too awesome so then it's so amazing you kind of lead me to my next question which is then what you're currently working on or creating that is most inspiring to you wow Awesome. Um, well, okay. There's a few things. So, and this is probably, I'm super scared about this because it's definitely challenging my edge and some beliefs that like have no business being in my body anymore. They can totally leave. So this is good that I'm doing this. Um, I'm creating something called the songbird sisterhood, which is going to help, um, anyone who's really interested just experience experience their voice through song in a different way. So it could be completely healing and completely therapeutic um, by telling stories via lyrics and feeling into the music, seeing what that does to your body. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I'm stoked about. I think I've, I've had a very rocky, um, intense, fear to like soul relationship with my voice because it started in a place of complete disownership like I didn't like that I didn't sound like other people and I was trying to sound like other people and I was like so self-conscious about my voice so insecure that my whole story with my voice um has been one of my favorite journeys because now I just love singing and I sing for myself and that was like the thing that changed everything as soon as I stopped singing for other people I was like this is amazing um and then like you know your work just inspires because of that um when you are not actually trying to um (laughs) funny how that works Mm -hmm. it's funny how that works um so I just know I've experienced such soul shifts through my voice um, and like what music has done for me, just um, I want to share that and I want to give women who maybe want to sing to their child a lullaby before bed or maybe surprise their spouse with a song or sing at church for the first time to really see that they do have something in there because I do think there's a lot of shitty things from society that places on if it's, you know, that what you need to sound like, don't sing if you're not good, all those things Mm. that it's like, no, actually everyone has a voice and everyone's voice is beautiful. And I truly believe that. Um, 
like I wish I could play you recordings too of like myself from when I was starting to now it's like probably a different person it's like it's a journey like Mm -hmm. anything you can make it be whatever you want to be so that's something that I'm excited to kind of bridge a big gap between my um professional life in musical theater and my coaching world um I think that it's it would be a beautiful thing for people in the wellness world to use as another extension of growth and spirituality and expression. Um, so I have that. Um, and there's a few other things that are coming up. I do circles for artists in New York. Um, I'll have, be having one for the fall equinox. So that's something I'm working on. My website is getting a revamped makeover. It's looking so great. So that's going to come out with the fall equinox, both my actor website and my co website. So they're going to have shiny new faces mm. super soon. Um, and there's some, there's like, I kind of have like little things brewing and, um, for me, it's always this balance of how much I can handle with the unpredictability of what auditions are going to look like here and what is priority. Mm-hmm. Just really always tuning into that and really taking time for myself to schedule and, um, and I don't want to just say schedule, make space for mm-hmm. what I actually want. Just making the space. Um, that's always, and Amanda, you know this, that's always been my, my seesaw mm-hmm. of finding like what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely what I'm, I feel called to even serve with artists too, you know, mm-hmm. finding that seesaw since, and that leads me to something else that I'm creating. Um, I forgot <laughs> that this is something I'm doing with my boyfriend, um, we're creating a masterclass for actors all about the lifestyle of being an actor. So this would be for um, seniors in college who are about to make that big transition, whether they're coming to New York City and also expanding their options so they can see things that maybe they didn't think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and like how to be an artist. Um, and we're caring about who these people are when they're not in the audition room. And I think that's what you get met with a lot at that age is like who you are when you're working. It's like, I want to talk about who you are when you're not working. So you can support that who you are when you're working Mm. um, pretty healthily. So we're working on that and we have our first college in November. So that's like, I always say it's horrifying and amazing. Mm. um, Two of my favorite things to feel. If it's horrifying and amazing, that's when I know it's good for me. (laughs) (laughs) Follow those feelings. All these little things Mm. in the the works. Wow. Yeah. And the, the songbird sisterhood is just, um, talk about those full body chills as I listen to you share that. So there's something really potent. Um, thanks. And thanks for letting me put voice to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's still Mm. scary for me too. And I'm being completely honest in that. That's, that's the lesson. That's gorgeous. So what is, um, either a top book or podcast that is really inspiring you personally or spiritually right now? Okay. Personally and spiritually. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my nightstand. That usually can tell you everything. Um, <laughs> I have right now. My mom bought me this book, and I actually like just love looking at it before I go to bed. Um, I because she like she knows that I love gypsies, and she so she anytime she sees a book with the word gypsy on the cover, she'll buy it. <laughs> So this one is called The Junkyard Gypsy, and I believe it's a television show. Like, I don't watch, like, I don't watch TV TV. Like, I'm a Netflix girl. Like, I don't know whatever is on, like, Lifetime or, like, any of the other channels. I think it's on, like, one of those travel channel type things. Mm -hmm. It's called Junkyard Gypsy, and it's basically, like, DIY stuff. 
And it's so cute and inspiring. It's all like, like how to like refurbish antiques and just like what, I don't know. It's just really fun. There's like little ideas I get from there. So that's on my, that's on my nightstand right now, along with, um, this book that's, um, I just started. So it hasn't really gotten into the, like, um, the, I think the meaty part yet. It's called Avenue Society. Oh God, I can't read it. It's too far away. Something Fifth Avenue Society with artists in it. I just, the whole title totally like, maybe be like, mm, Bohemia, mm, I want to read this. And it's set in like late 1800s. And it's about this woman who's trying to find her voice where women weren't really uh, included in the, as a writer um, in the late 1800s. Um, yeah, so it's, I like it. Already mm. I'm like feminist. Yeah, so it, it, the juicy stuff hasn't happened yet, but it's totally... I'm reading it instead of watching TV before going to bed. That's my whole new new deal I've made with myself. <laughs> awesome. I love that. Um, I'm going to look both of those up. So I'll be curious. And I'll share the links um, in, in our notes Great. so that people can, if they're also curious, they can find it. So now I want to, of course, end um, because I, I imagine by this point, everyone is so curious and in love with you and feeling inspired. So if they are, how can they reach out? Where can they find you? Uh online who isn't online <laughs> um <laughs> i like emails so i my email is teratagthecoach at gmail.com um and that new website will be coming out mm-hmm. soon so that'll be around the fall equinox timing um for that reveal so that'll be a place and i'm also just i love instagram i love pictures i'm pretty active on there so i'm at teratag tickles there i'm on facebook as well as teratag the coach um that those are my probably my favorite mm-hmm. ones, um, favorite ways to get in touch. Awesome. Well, and we'll link to those as well. So, go check her out. Um, I just everything she puts out is it has this just fun, quirky, vibrant, totally unique, authentic feel to it. It's for me. It's not like all the other things you see out there, um, which is so refreshing and inspiring in and of itself. So check her out, um, go connect with her, follow her. Uh, I can't wait to see the new website. Ah, it's so exciting. Mine's ready for a revamp as well. So again, it that's looks inspiring. like the fall. So it looks, it mm. like kind of goes, I realize like I'm a fall girl, like in my colors, Beautiful. like everything that I like. So it's like, it's time. <laughs> How wonderful. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's Ugh, that's beautiful. Finding your form, finding your your way, um, other than the formula approach. So, like in all things, this has been such a pleasure, and I mean that so sincerely. And um, these conversations just never—I don't stop. Like they just—I'm never surprised anymore. Even though I still feel mm. like, wow, how did they? How did we get there? But you know, they just—I don't know. There, there's something so divine and magical. Um, miraculous about these these conversations really so thank you for being a part of that well thank thank you so much and like your questions and your inquiry it's just always fantastic to respond to it's so specific and it like it feels like you have a key Amanda when you ask your questions like oh right I didn't see that keyhole but yeah I'm gonna open that door and tell you something (laughs) so it just feels really easy so thank Mm. you for making that 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 happen that magic Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is what the exchange is all about. Oh, it's mm-hmm. such an honor. Um, such a privilege to bring these episodes out to everyone. And um, I, you know, if you are enjoying these, just keep tuning in and share them with others. And 
and let's, you know, keep spreading this inspiration um, far and wide because that's what we're here to do. We're here to be inspired and we are here to inspire others. And that is my invitation to each and every one of you tuning in. And as I like to close out with um, a clip of the beautiful India Ari, who reminds us of who we truly are. Many blessings. Thank you.